Hi, I'm Carissa. And I'm Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Today, we'll be discussing Mirrorwood by Diva Fagan. Appearances are always deceiving. Fable has been cursed by a twisted magic that villagers call the Blight, which forces her to steal and wear the faces of others or risk oblivion. To find her true self, she'll have to enter the treacherous Mirrorwood and free it from the demon prince who has ruled it for centuries. Thankfully, she has her faithful and opinionated feline companion, Moth, by her side. Pursued by Vicarax, a fierce apprentice blight hunter who is determined to destroy her, Fable plunges through the thorny forest into a world that is trapped in time and rife with peril. There, she encounters a boisterously chatty skull, a library full of flying books, and a beast so powerful it tears at the fabric of reality, leaving nothingness in its wake. Fable will soon discover that in the Mirrorwood... Nothing is quite like the stories say. I thought this was a pretty good book. Um, so I had, I agree. I enjoyed it a fair amount. Um, what I liked about it is that it is a creative reinterpretation of a fairy tale. So, yes, and what fairy tale would that? No, be? no. So, so I don't. I'm just I, mean, I don't actually think it's that not a it's a uh, fairy tale. It's just. I, yeah. So I don't. I don't know that I would call it a fractured fairy tale. For those of, for I don't know if we've ever talked about fractured fairy tales, Simon. But that's a fairy tale where somebody takes it and and reinterprets and it's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or they they add something to it. Um. Like like the hero's guide. Um, the hero's guide would be an ex- fairy tale. example. I actually would think, um, the books by, well, the one that I'm thinking of is Grump and Rump. And I think maybe, I don't know which other ones yeah. she did, but by Liesl Shurtiff. Yeah. I think that's but, the I'm, author's name. I think so. I, those I would consider to be fractured fairy tales, right? Um, This one takes the elements of a fairy tale and weaves a new story. But it makes like a full novel. Yes. Most fairy tales are something you could say sitting around a campfire. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so yes, it's a full action-packed book, I would say, with lots of twists and turns that I wasn't exactly expecting. Uh, Um, Yeah. And although when I say that there are elements of a fairy tale, right, there's there's some shadowing. I'm not sure that's the technical term for it, but there's a little bit of a Sleeping Beauty-esque piece of the storyline, right? There's there's the fairy godmother yes. type character in the story. Um, so I guess maybe fairy tale is the right way to kind of describe this one. Um, but it's... it's um, I don't know that it's been the, my favorite book I read this year. Yes, um, but it's an interesting concept. Oh, it's the whole. I hadn't. I hadn't ever even. I don't think I've ever read a book similar to to use a literary term. The themes that she explores oh. are very good. That's just to say that what she discusses in the book and and thinks about and. 
um, challenges you in those subtle ways that novels challenge you um, are true identity and self and knowing who you are because fable our main character as we struggles with that she does because struggle with as that in the jacket board would say she takes others faces and has to yeah, wear them so as her own. she she's never looked in a mirror and seen what her own face is like and so she's trying to um, find herself throughout the pages of this book. And as many of you have read novels before, read books before, uh, in the quest to find yourself, you often find lots of other interesting information as well. And um, almost always an adventure. Oh, here is my question of the day. What is your question of the day? Which character showed courage or bravery throughout this book? Vicarax. Vicarax. Ooh, this Vicarax is, would be, so she's not like the ultimate protagonist, but she's one of the protagonists in the book to Fable because she starts out in the book hunting Fable and then they have to go on this quest together. Um, and Vicarax is very skeptical of Fable and her motives um, because she's been taught um, to be against her right she's been taught to hunt her she's been taught that everything that fable is is bad and threatens the society are you guys sensing another theme in this book yes um. <laughs> but here's my question of the day wait wait wait, wait. but why vicar x because i i kind of oh. stole your thunder there oh. why how is she courageous and brave she's kind of the standard warrior character that you see in a lot of books you know Ooh, can i use another big one. term sure archetype that's a good term <laughs> all right so she's like your standard warrior character so from that you get bravery what else i don't know just the general manner even if it was she was probably generally scared most of the time would be my guess but she hides it of course to see him strong and seem like the important blight hunter yeah so she's she's a very um the war she's important she's important strong person the author wrote her as a character with significant depth as well right so i think she's brave in how she faces um the presumptions and the assumptions that she goes into the book with um, and finds almost a friendship with Fable um, through throughout the book, um, which goes against everything her father has taught her. So going against what you've been taught in your family can be very brave. Um, and she's also just... Uh, like you said, kind of stereotypically brave, right? She's the she's she's the strong knight or the um, the character that charges into battle. Um, yeah. But there's some insecurity as well, and I think that her bravery is what allows her to really shine there in terms of um, challenging her own belief system. And now for my question of the day. Okay. Who would you recommend this to? What, if they have read a specific book, what, like, I don't know. It's a little confusing to say it. So, it's, um, 
That's a really what? good question. Who do I think would like this book based on other based on other books they have read? They that there we go. That's mm. that's a good that's a good word for it. So I think if you like the Liesl Shirtlift books, Grump and Rump, and uh, there's a whole bunch of them, I think. Um, I think you would like this book. I think anybody who likes adventure tales um, would like this book. Um, I'm trying to think of other books that I would liken it it reminds me a little bit of the unmapped chronicles which we've discussed uh -huh. yes um so that. i think if you liked the unmapped chronicles you would enjoy this book um they're they're very different but but there's some similarities um i do have to mention though a character that is not to be missed in this book and that is the bard but i don't remember his name uh, what is his name? Uh, Dondurus Vale. That's right. <laughs> you flip to the perfect page to find his name in all caps, like it always is. So he thinks very highly of himself. Oh my goodness, Dondurus. You know, if we talk about archetypes, right? You always have to have that character <laughs> goofy that, bard. that that injects some levity, um, some comedy. Although his his purpose is not limited to um providing levity in the story he has some very specific purposes as uh, you'll see if you read the book but he is such a um fantastic character if you can call him that um because there's not much to him hint hint without spoilers <laughs> uh so I, I think this book um, you know, the other, the other theme that I would, that I would identify in this book that I really enjoyed was, um, wishes have consequences ah, and not always yes. the consequence that that's we true, expect true. them to have, That's true. which is another thing that makes it a little bit fairy tale like, right. Um, that can be an element of a fairy tale. And now who is your favorite character? You don't have a favorite, do you? I don't know. So I, I love Dodondra's Veil. Vale. Like, I just, He's I just. hilarious. I, whenever I read it, you know, I remember I came to you and I was like, oh my goodness, you have to read this book. You are going to love what this character does. Um, so I like, I like Dodondra's Veil vale a lot. Um, I don't know. This is a harder book for me to identify one character that I just loved. Right. I, I really liked. Not for um, me, though. Oh, yeah. Who's your character? Moth. Oh, see, that was going to be I, I, I should have guessed. So Moth is Fable's cat. Um, and oh, my gosh, he can talk and he is so sarcastic. So so sarcastic. And, and he he he, in my opinion, kind of gives allusions to Alice in Wonderland. Um, yes with the talking cat. So anyway, so lots of, lots of interesting things have been woven into this book, but Moth for being a cat who you wouldn't think had a lot of character development has a lot of character development. Um, well, he, not really development, just, he has a lot of character personality. <laughs> he is a big yeah. personality, a force to be reckoned with. 
so yeah, so there's some there's some there's some fun and very interesting um, parts of this book. So while it might not be at the top of my list, I certainly it's on think there. It's, it's on the list. Yeah, I certainly think that it is worth the time and energy to read. If if for nothing else than to confront some of the themes um, that uh, Diva Fagan has written about throughout the in the book. So. And I believe this was her debut novel. Um, maybe not. No, no, she's, it's not, it's not. She's written other books, including Rival Magic and Nightingale. But this is the first time that um, we have been introduced to her. And um, I would say that we would recommend this one. We enjoyed it. I agree. And I think that's about it, unless you have more to add. No, nope, that's all I got. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.